0: Over the past few months, True Sayers has been collaborating with the Food and Sensory Science Department at the University of Reading on a specific research project looking at food preferences and consumer responses. The research tools used by the department are normally traditional style explicit surveys where consumers are asked to think about and share their food preferences. But this time, thanks to our Neurotech system, students were able to also capture the gut reactions and true feelings of consumers. Without asking consumers any questions, the research team could gather emotional responses that are nearly impossible to capture using explicit methods. I caught up with Professor Lisa Methven, Programme Director for the BSc in Food Science with Business, to tell us about the research that the department has been working on with Truthsayers and how our neurotech methodology has informed the research.
1: The products that we tested with you were two plant-based meat alternatives. And we also looked at a standard meat product, chicken pieces, and we looked at a standard vegan product in terms of falafels. Just so we had sort of two traditional products and then two of these plant-based alternatives. The responses that I had from our from our researchers and academics in the group afterwards was, wow, this is exciting. Um, I can see how I'm going to use this in my research. They could see it immediately, of course, because they normally run explicit tests a lot. And not surprisingly, the differences between the implicit and explicit responses were more with the plant-based meat alternatives, really different responses between implicit and explicit. It was so clear. So that's led to some interesting questions from the students as to, well, why might we have those differences in implicit and explicit responses? And interested to learn more about how they're actually going to, first of all, use the data But really what we want them to get to do is to then think about how they would use the tools going forward. What would they do next? When they step out from the University of Reading into into their careers, then how would they then start to consider using these
0: tools? Implicit and explicit reactions are formed out of two different processes that occur in our mind. System one is our automatic, intuitive thinking mode that happens at a non-conscious level. And system two is a slower, more analytical thinking mode. The science behind neurotech measures implicit reactions – these are our gut responses that are emotionally driven and honest. These responses reveal our genuine feelings unfiltered by conscious bias. The System 2 process is where explicit responses are formed – responses that are considered and subject to conscious bias. Traditional surveys and questionnaires typically require the use of System 2 thinking. How does system one and system two thinking come into play when we're talking about consumer choices that we make every day? And how is the sensory and consumer food market currently measuring these responses? So we recognise
1: that when we're making a decision, it may be a fast, intuitive system one response whenever possible. But obviously it may also be a considered um, uh, system two response where you're putting more cognitive effort into that response. Now, both systems we think are probably at play with food products. And so quite often the daily things that you do and the way that you go around a UK supermarket or shop online with the thousands of opportunities um, of products that are there, you're obviously going to apply system one a lot of the time. Um, It doesn't mean that you're always going to though, because obviously to get a food product into your repertoire in the first place, you may have thought more explicitly um, about why you're doing that, in which case system two is actually also at play. So although the sensory and consumer field is trying to stretch beyond liking and purchase intent it's still often using the same type of questioning which is explicit questioning Um, and therefore what we tend to find is that if you ask for example emotional sorts of questions around food products quite often those responses will mirror the explicit liking response and it's not so surprising is it if you're asked explicitly whether you like something and then you're asked to also score emotional terms for it including things like um, happy or aggressive You're more likely to pick the happy and less likely to pick the aggressive and guilty to go with the fact that you've just said you like the product. So often you've got this halo effect. So, what we need to understand really, I guess, is um, where those two systems are are having an effect on your purchasing and having an effect on what you're consuming. um, And therefore, then trying to use the appropriate tools to completely understand the whole picture in terms of uh, food purchases, food liking, uh, food consumption.
0: It seems that the only form of survey or assessment tool that's currently being used in this type of research is based on explicit questioning, where answers are always subject to conscious bias and it's very hard to get a true measure of consumer feelings. I'm interested to know what other benefits have you found or could you foresee in using TrueSayer's neurotech system? If you
1: look at something like response to foods while you're undergoing treatment for cancer, we have a real challenge there where quite often uh, it's very difficult to access people to uh, actually come on board and be able to work with us. So often our numbers are really small. And so not only are we relying perhaps sometimes on explicit methods, which are perhaps missing some information that we want, but also those explicit tools normally require us to have quite a lot of people. And that's another challenge for us when we're looking at um, products that we're developing for groups such as cancer patients and actually maybe that's a, a way of, of achieving two things there you know being able to run tests with enough people that we can see the results are stable but not necessarily needing many hundreds of people to take part and also getting to the underlying issues and actually trying to access the information that you implicitly feel is probably again quite different from an explicit response and, and again this is an area of research that we see very important and that we're involved in as well.
0: Going forward, how important do you think implicit testing is going to be in tackling the range of challenges that are being faced by the sensory and consumer food market? There's so many challenges that we have around environmental challenges and climate change,
1: around um, nutrition, in terms of metabolic syndrome. That's quite a lot of new challenges ahead. And if we just stick with the tools that we normally use, our explicit testing tools, I believe we're probably not going to be able to address those challenges because what people state explicitly that they will buy, that they will purchase, that they will eat is not the same thing as what they actually do in terms of their true day to day behaviour. So we know that, but it's trying to look at tools that can access that information differently, access implicit reactions rather than explicit reactions.
0: Thank you to Professor Lisa Methven from the University of Reading in conversation today with Cheryl Stapleton.